we remember from last week, we, we had Mary's word saying this, I have seen the Lord, and those might still be ringing in our ears today, and the disciples are having trouble processing all of this. On your screen, or if you have your Bibles, you can turn to Luke 24, verse 36, where it says this, While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. We see that the disciples react in in sheer panic, just like you and I would. Luke says this in, in the next verse, verse 37, But they were terrified. Maybe you want to add the word frightened. And suppose that they had seen a spirit. That's Bible language for a ghost. Okay? They thought they saw a ghost. When Jesus appeared to those disciples on the road, Luke says that Jesus drew near and went with them. But suddenly, Jesus is in the room among them. One minute he wasn't there, and the next moment he's there. So you can understand why on a human level they're startled, they're frightened. They thought they saw a ghost. And so Jesus quickly changes because he realizes that they're nervous, and he goes, let me give you two proofs. And here's the first proof. It's in verses 38 and 4 through 40 of Luke 24. He said to them, Why are you troubled? Why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is me. Touch me and see. A ghost doesn't have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. Okay, well that's fancy, Matt. What does that mean for us? Here's what it means in 2021. Sometimes you and I need the physical to actually help us with the spiritual. There's times in our life where God shows up in a physical way around us. It might be in healing. It might be words of affirmation from others. It might be miracles that simply show us who God is. And the disciples needed that that day. The the second proof that that Jesus gave them was he ate a a piece of broiled fish in their presence. It's really interesting. Verses 41 through 43. While they still did not believe it because, uh, because of joy and amazement, he asked them, do you have anything to eat? They gave him a piece of fish, he took it, and he ate it in their presence. Well, what's the purpose of of Jesus eating fish? It was simply to prove that he had really risen from the dead. And he was alive again in the flesh. And this wasn't a ghost. It was to to prove something that's foundational in Scripture to them. That God has the power to resurrect from the dead and that we all someday likewise will be raised from the dead. Now on a human level, the disciples realized Jesus was alive. After Jesus appeared to the disciples, they never doubted the resurrection again. In fact, historians believe that 10 out of the 12 apostles actually died a worse death than than Jesus because they believed in it. Jesus claimed that, that he was the Son of God, that he was the unique Son of God, that he was God in human flesh. He further claimed that there was no way to God except through him. In John 14, 6, it says this, 
I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Those were huge claims. But nearly, not nearly as bold as claiming that he would actually prove his divinity by raising from the dead. He did it. For three years, those disciples listened to and learned from Jesus. But I think they really loved those last 50 days with with Jesus. Maybe they were like you and me, how great it is to be beside the master teacher again. He began saying to them these final words in verse 44. He said this, this is what I told you while I was still with you. That reminder again, everything must be fulfilled that's written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms. Kent Hughes, a commentary that I read this week about Luke said this, and it's huge, and I just want to read it. We must understand that one of the reasons Jesus taught them from Scripture was that he did not want them to rest their belief in, their re- in the resurrection on their personal experience. We've seen him be resurrected. They wanted to move, Jesus wanted to move them to ground their experience on the massive testimony and perspective of all Scripture. So Jesus was looking at his disciples going, it's great, you saw the great scene, but I actually want you to understand this in the context of Scripture. Jesus' point was that all the Old Testament was about him. Jesus uh, Jesus Christ is the key to actually understanding the Old Testament. To know the Old Testament truly is to know Jesus. And to know Jesus, one has to know the Old Testament. Then look back at verse 45, and I love this. Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. Like Jesus had done earlier in that day on the road to Damascus, Jesus, uh, sorry, to Emmaus, Jesus opened the disciples' minds to understand the whole story of God. Well, Luke recorded two other times for us where Jesus needed to do this for his disciples. In Luke chapter 9, verse 44 through 45, Jesus said this, Listen carefully to what I'm going to tell you. The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men, but they did not understand what Jesus meant. It was hidden from them. So they didn't grasp it. They were afraid to ask him about it. Well, then another time, Luke 18, verse 31, Jesus took the 12 aside and told them, we're going up to Jerusalem. Everything that has been written by the prophets is going to be fulfilled. He'll be delivered over to the Gentiles. They'll mock him, insult him, and spit on him. They'll flog him and kill him. On the third day, he will rise again. And the disciples didn't understand it. Here they are again, the third time. It's not not making sense. Until verse 45, Jesus opened their minds to the scriptures. The reality is, as you and I hold the word of God, most scriptures are incomprehensible without the Holy Spirit working in our life. Not only did Jesus explain how he was the center of all scriptures, but I want you to keep noticing the story. Verse 46 and 47 Jesus taught the disciples about the heart of the gospel. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance of sins, for the forgiveness of sins, will be preached in his name to all nations. 
Friends, that's the gospel. Jesus then concludes his teaching with these words in verses 48 through 49, and they're words for us today. You, not someone else, you are the witnesses of these things. You've seen it. You've experienced Easter. I'm going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed, until you've received with power from on high. Jesus was telling them back to John 17, you're actually going to be able to do things because I'm sending you a gift. The Holy Spirit has now come to all believers. That's why we can understand scriptures. That's why we can understand Easter. So, we have a very good reason to tell others about Jesus. Not only that Jesus is alive, but that he's changed us. That we're different. God help us to live like we really believe that Jesus is alive. When the disciples came to truly believe it, they changed the world. They turned the world upside down with the good news of the gospel and the resurrection of Jesus. May that be so today. May our good God, our God of grace, justice, mercy, and compassion, course through your body, course through your community. Um, may the Lord's presence fall down upon you. May you experience his anointing and his calling and his gifting for this community and for you as individuals to be the kingdom workers that you are designed to be. Each and every one of you, God's call is on your life and his love pours over you. Friends, I am thankful that I get to be your brother and that doesn't stop now. Go in peace. I'll see you soon.